Echo. Echo. Don't put that in. Yeah, now stand and cheer for your Talking Basketball Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Talking Basketball Podcast. I am Mark. I am Bo. We've got another one for you today, and it's all about the NBA. Uh, more specifically, the NBA Cup, the in-season tournament, Paul. In-season no, tournament. I'm still not saying that. Hang on, let's do this. You're not happy with that at all, right? Yeah, we want to say welcome to the NBA Cup. <laughs> there you go. Do you think they would change it? Um, I think they should. In-season tournament sounds a bit poor, doesn't it? I d- I'm just not a fan. In-season tournament. Look, just call it the cup. Call it like the Jerry West Cup or, I don't know, something like that. I don't know. I read a thing today about it where they were talking how even for like 14, 15 years, they've been trying to do this whole thing and working out how they're going to do it and why they're going to do it. And one of the reasons is because the NFL kicks off around and there's a lot of um, coverage between November, December. So the NBA are worried about losing viewers. And I don't know if you remember in, um, was it lockdown? When When they had to move the season. And they shifted the season, so it's the Mickey Mouse season. You mean? <laughs> That's how everyone thinks of it. The Mickey Mouse season. Yeah, that should have an asterisk next to it. Fair play. Uh, if if Spurs got a asterisk next to their win, because there was the lockout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. They should have the same. Well, they had less games. I think they played a fifty-game season, from what I remember. Yeah. Was it a reduced season? It was reduced season. I think. Oh, they, they should then. Yeah. Um, Mark, sorry, I completely forgot about this. You're going to shoot me with this, but I wanted to say this live to get your reaction. Some news has just come out, and I thought you might say it, and you've not said it yet. And I want to get your reaction to this. This is literally out within the last forty-five minutes. Oh, and you I, clearly I, don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I was either probably in the toilet or working. The Dallas Mavericks are moving to Las Vegas. What? (laughs) Cubans sold. They're off to Las Vegas, Mark. Dallas, no more. What? No, that's a wind-up. I know he sold them. How do you feel about that? They're They're not going to Vegas. How do you feel? Well, that he sold them. The franchise is moving to Vegas. How do you feel, Mark? He's not moving. They're not moving to Vegas. I've got. I'm literally looking this up now, live. This is. Uh, they're not. They're not moving to Vegas. They can't. For all the people, what Mark has got sheer panic on his face. Will the ma- no? They won't. Really. <laughs> that was a wind up. No. That was a wind up. I suddenly thought, are you telling me no? That was a wind up. If no listeners. I, Hang on for 30 seconds. They'll be going, Hang on, yeah, what just happened? No, was, that was a wind up. I made what, it up. I was about to have a serious tantrum then. If, if, yeah, like, if the second team had been flipping sold on the It's been talked about. It has been talked about. They, but, won't, uh, they won't because LeBron wants to be part of the Las Vegas team. It's like because Tom Brady is obviously part of the women's WNBA team in Vegas. And obviously, Tom Brady, for those who don't know, very, very famous NFL player or ex NFL player. So he is co- one of the co-owners of the uh, is it Las Vegas. Oh, I've got the names, not the stars. I can't think of it. Or it should be called the Las Vegas Gamblers. <laughs> well, LeBron said he would love to be part or of the that Las Vegas team. Dancers. And I think someone else wants to be. And Durant is one of the people who'd love to be part of Seattle because obviously he was the one in the last year of the teams uh, getting drafted to Seattle. The Las Vegas Chips. Like poker chips, <laughs> Las Vegas poker chips. Yeah, but over there, the chips is Vegas. For over here, it just sounds like fish and chips. Right. <laughs> Look, let's. No, oh, that was a wind up. I, I thought that would make you laugh, but it didn't. It made me laugh. No. And hopefully, no, all the listeners listened to that, made them laugh. Anyway, right, Mark, I am a little bit irritable because I got a. You're ex- irritable. You just sent me down an emotional roller coaster. And I just got PTSD about the Seattle Sonics all over again. Right, here we go. Uh. 
I need to go over this again because there are so many comments online saying about the NBA Cup and there's extra games Casuals. and all of that. It's like, look, Casuals. let's. I'm just going to say this again so it's crystal, crystal clear. Um, with the NBA Cup, all the cup fixtures are actually league fixtures at the same time. So they're double headers. So they're arranging the cup fixtures as league fixtures at the same time. So there's more up for grabs. You've got a league game and a cup game at the same time. It's a bit like the old school in local league stuff when you turn up and you'd be like, we're running out of weeks to play this. And I'll go, well, it's a double header tonight. Yeah, yeah, all right, got them. Shall we just merge these into one game? Yeah, it, it's... Right, so I had to read something on this and I will say... I got confused initially because I looked at it and they said everyone plays 80 games and that's how they devise the season and then from there the teams that don't make it the 22 teams that don't make it into this uh, quarterfinal stage what we're talking about now yeah they have to play two games each yeah on the two days that those games are being within that week those games are held yeah that brings them up to 82 now the person who goes into the finals, the two teams who go into the finals, play the final four. Uh, no, the final two play an extra game, basically. It's semi-final and final play extra games. Yeah. Ah, well, here's the thing. Well, that's what I said last time. Yeah, but here's the thing. What I had to look up because it didn't make sense to me. The team, Some teams would come out with only 81 games because the people who get knocked out in this stage now would only play 81 games. So the, the the four teams that get knocked out at the quarterfinal stage all have to play an extra game. But that game doesn't get decided until they all get knocked out and then they can work out who gets knocked out. And then that game has to take place before the finals. Yeah, and I think the bit you're trying to get, a team may have to play five or more meetings in a season against another team. And that hasn't happened since, like, uh, no. I don't know, a long time ago, but, 60s. But, or but like that, that was the bit of information that I think was confusing people because that what they couldn't, what the NBA maybe didn't explain very well was that, yes, everyone has 80 games, and then you get through to these stages, you have a two extra games, that takes you to 82. But the people who got knocked out at this stage, it doesn't count. That would mean that would have 81 games. And, the person, and then the two teams in the final play 83. Well, if you are in the final... You get 80, you're going to play an extra game. You have to just suck that up and accept that. Yeah. 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 So, and that, also, the, also, the other thing was money. There's still people don't realize money's up for grabs here. Yeah. What you say? It was like half a mil, something like that, per player. Oh, no, no, there's gradients. And so I had to look into it. It's 500,000 a player on the winning team. Yeah. A second place team, 200,000 a player. That's why, isn't it? The teams that came in uh, in the quarterfinals uh, get 100,000. And then the ones who made it to this stage that we're at now, I think get 20,000 or 50,000 or something. Nice. So even at this point, if you're in this final eight and you're a player on one of those teams, you guaranteed 50 grand. Nice. That's going to be a good night out for them, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they that's making... I mean, you've got players who are earning good good wages and they're making statements like, oh, that'd be quite nice. Because it's, it's suddenly, I want to say incentivize them, but we've even said it, the the, the aggression and the level of uh, intensity in these games, whether you like them or hate them, the actual format, it's definitely... Well, I think it's been up. a hit. I think it's been a hit so far. It's made it more exciting. They're up for it. People are playing for it. I mean, they're high scoring games. They have to go for it points wise. And I think um, for me, the big question is now, is there longevity in the NBA, NBA yeah. Cup? Is this something that will continue? I think it should. I, I think it should. I think it's just made it more exciting. And I think the NBA has literally knocked it out of the park with this one. No, I know that you like stats. So I thought I'd give you some stats. I love, I love a little stato, Mark. Give it to me. So ESPN and TNT were talking about how it has affected their viewership. And their average is 1.5 million viewers which is 26% extra than 2022. Yeah. Just just because of the in-season tournament, it's boosted up. 
And then in November, all the group games, 20% up, the attendance has gone up to like 18,000 a game roughly. But what I think was probably one of the bigger ones, 3.9 billion video views across their social channels in November. Oh. Just, be, just because of that in-season tournament, it is, it's absolutely, if, if you think a 26% increase in viewership, yeah, it's gone up. Funnily enough, I wrote down a similar similar stat, which was the Warriors versus the Thunder. Yes. It was like, it'd gone up between like 95% viewing f uh, figures from this time last year. And it was like, I want to say 2 million people watched that game. Yeah. But that, I don't know if that's no, right. No, that sounds right because last year they both sucked. So, um, okay, see, so I mean, now they got Chet and, and last season with Curry and everyone, they... I'd but what a game that was. Know. What a game. Yeah, if you game. haven't seen Warriors versus Thunder, ended 141, 139. And look, the game was decided with 0.6 seconds left. I love that bit at the end where Chris Paul just catches the ball. Just, just <laughs> catches it and just doesn't move. I like that bit. Anyway, anyone who's seen the game will know what I'm talking about. But if not, look it up. But yeah, I, I, I generally think they've um, absolutely hit it out of the park. Um, I really hope it carries on. I do hope they change the name from in-season tournament because I'm not a fan. Give it a name, the NBA Cup, the NBA All-Cup, or I don't know, something that gives it a bit more, a bit more, um, I know the word I want to say. Prestige? What well, you want to say balls, you can say balls, that's fine. Oh, it's not the word I was going to say, but yeah, it just gives it a bit more balls. Like, you know, like if you say in England, you say the FA Cup, it's like, Oh, wow, okay. That's, you know, it is serious. This is a serious game. Um, if you say N NBA in-season tournament, it doesn't have that same for if... Go, what? that's nice, but I don't want it. You've um, got to covet it. Here's, here's an, I, I'm assuming this is a ho ice hockey but, uh, equivalent. Oh, we got a Stanley Cup the other day. Yep. All right, this is a big deal. See yeah. what I mean? That's what they should do. So Adam Silver, apparently this is all his baby. And the whole in-season tournament was his, old, his inception. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And the thing that he always talks about with it is that in Europe and in other different tournaments, there are more than one thing that you can win effectively. Whereas in the NBA, there's only one thing that you can win. And that's the NBA trophy at the end of the year after you've gone through the playoffs. So that's the only thing in the NBA you can actually win. Now, it's, where it's a league that you can't be relegated, where's the aspiration for it? So they were saying, what can you do to improve it? This is his answer to that. Make, add something else in that people can cover, people can work towards. But there have been some caveats. Some people have said, why don't you add things like make it, make it worthwhile to the fans? But I think it is already worthwhile to the fans. Yeah, I think so. And... Yeah, like I said, it's time will tell on this one. You know, uh, you know things sometimes have to grow. It's only when you got an album or a band, and ten years later you actually appreciate the value of it. If you know, what, does that make sense? What I mean? You go, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, I mean, there was a, there was a something written by I think of the Athletic, and they were talking about what was going to happen next. You know, is this like LeBron's last tournament, for example? Is, does he really want this because he? Is his last sort of last hurrah? Does it mean anything to him? Does it mean more to him because it, he might be the first person to get it, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. But also, like you said, longevity. How long have they got in it? How long can they sustain it? And they mentioned something like putting extra things in here, such as whoever gets or wins it gets an extra draft pick, or something like something really crazy like that. And you go, oh wow, yeah, that's a good, that's not, not a bad idea. It's, it's an interesting way of spinning it and you go, oh, suddenly that that yeah. adds a little bit more value because, but their angle was always make it more interesting for the fans. Well, I think this is more interesting for the fans. And incidentally, as you mentioned Mark Cuban earlier, he doesn't like the in-season tournaments. He likes the tournament-ish. And that's why he's no longer an owner, Mark. <laughs> but he doesn't like the courts and all the jerseys and stuff. He thinks it's tacky. Yeah, I think, again, time will tell. That's what I think. Time will tell. I get what people, some people are saying about the courts. You know, it's a bit too shiny. I, I love the ones that look, have that more wooden-y feel. I love those ones. Um, but yeah, look, let, let's, let's see where it is in five years' time. 
I've got a better idea for the NBA. I've got a better <laughs> idea for the NBA. Bro. I've got one for Adam Silver right now. Have you? You're going to let him know. And I'm telling you, everyone on this side of the pond, Mr. Silver, wants this to happen. And I'm telling you now, I, I question the testicular fortitude of, the, of some of the NBA players when I say this. Because they know what's going to happen. Forget the All-Star game. <laughs> forget that. the All-Star game. I just worked out what you're going to say. Forget, forget West versus East. Give us the NBA All-Stars versus the European All-Stars or USA, the World All-Stars. USA versus the World. USA versus Europe. Because we know what's going to happen. Well, no, it's here. versus the world, isn't it? Not right, you, yeah. Because you've got Australia, you've got Steve Adams, all the all the players there. Adam Simmons, Australia. Just, just. Hang on. Luca. You, I thought that was to be Yoke, the first one. Yoke, you know, yeah. You, like. It's rest of the world, isn't it, basically? Yeah. Yanis. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. No, no one's going to do USA versus Russia. I don't the world. think the Americans would want that to happen because. No, they won't. They the won't. Americans will lose. Yeah, of course they will. I think they would anyway. I think they would lose because they can't play together in that same way. If you look at Luka, Jokic, if you just just put those guys on the same team, I'm chucking people like Rudy Gobert and stuff in there as well. Wemby, he'd be in Europe, obviously. All of the players, they've all come from European games where you're playing with, with people and you're part of a team. A lot of the American players are all based around hero ball. Give me the ball, I'm going to score it, I'm going to be the winner. So you're suddenly putting five people together who all want the ball. <laughs> yeah, that'd be... But that is how... The thing with the All-Star game where it was good is where they had that competitiveness. And now it's a show. It's a show. Hey, I'm going to throw it off the backboard and dunk it. Yeah, it looks good. Why don't you do that in a slam dunk competition instead? Yeah, but they Whereas, did that. Now they've brought back East and West. Yeah, I think the idea is maybe it will amp back up. I don't think it will. It's too well, look, chummy, chummy. Listen, you need you, you need remember. someone in there who's going to rustle some feathers. And um, so, what's the famous thing that happens in the All Star Game? Three point competition and slam dunk. Competition. Oh, I thought you were going to say they let everyone everyone in the team have a free dunk, probably. Yeah, and the dunk competition. Yeah, they're, they're some of the highlights from the All Star Game. So a lot of people forget that the dunk competition got cancelled because they said it got lost interest. And they cancelled that in the 90s. Yeah, but did you? <laughs> and who was the, la and the last champion, I believe, was Kobe. Yeah. And then they cancelled it and they were like, it's just fallen off a cliff. It's not to take away from his dunks because his dunk was awesome. But they were like, it's just totally lost its way. So they just cancelled it. And then they brought it back. And the first year they brought it back, that was Vince Carter. Oh, yeah. And then you go, if you're going to bring a dunk competition back and you say, oh, I hope we get someone who dunks it really well here, Vince cracks up and you go, oh. And you've got like Steve Francis, uh, Tracy McGrady was in that as well. I mean, that was just an outrageous dunk competition. And that set the standard. It was the guy from Orlando that got robbed. And they what, say, Aaron Gordon? Yeah, Gordon. Three one, times a charm, yeah. One of the greatest NBA dunk competitions of all time. The first one when I think it was against Zach Levine. He should have won the first one, I mm. think. Second one, yeah, I don't think he deserved to win that. First one, I I, I thought he, he, he just pipped it. The one the one that he, uh, the last one where Wade stitched him up, that's the one he should have won. There's no question of that. He, I mean, even the guy who, dunk, who won it was like, yeah, I mean, Aaron did a pretty good job. He like, <laughs> come on. The second time, I don't think he... he Deserved to win it the first time I did, but the, the guy he went up against, I mean, he did the Jordan from the, or actually, I better not say Jordan, he did the Dr. J from the free throw line, yeah, but he put it around his back, didn't he? Mm. Or did it, it was a windmill or something like that? I, it was just outrageous. I can't, I can't remember. Off the I mean, head. oh god, I wonder how many years we're going back now. Not loads, probably about eight or nine. Yeah, that's quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, we're getting away from the cup, but. I do actually, I do wonder with that world versus the USA for an all-star, I wonder if because the world players are so in, embedded in the NBA, if they'd be like, hey man, go and have a shot. Or would they be like, so I'm doing this for my country now. Here's, here's an example. Actually, they could have all their own country jerseys on. That might. Well, look at one of the, one of the strongest players in the league at the moment, Paolo Benchero. 
and Joel Embiid, for example. Joel Embiid has said he's going to play for Team USA. USA! Yeah? USA! Because he's like, my son was born in the USA. And you oh, go, yeah. And so that's why he wants to do that. And you go, hang on. But Joel Embiid is not American. So if you were going to say, let's do a game of, not just a game of where you were born, but where you grew up and where you had your formative years. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, but I think the same thing with football, like the well, the equivalent of football. If you've played internationally for your country, for a country, yeah. you can't switch and play for another country. No, exactly. Well, that's and if you haven't, then yeah, you become a citizen somewhere else, knock yourself out. Yeah, and I think that's with Paolo because he has descents uh, in Italy and everything as well. And everyone was saying, oh, why is he going to go play for Team USA rather than play for Italy? So... Yeah, there's quite a few players that are like that, that sit on that fence. But I would say, I think the American team will have, a they could field a 15 strong team quite easily. I think with a world team, you could probably get eight or nine strong players straight away. I think Europe then, will win. Oh, sorry, you, the world would win. The only question would be how much depth you can get. Joker. They got Sabonis. Yanis. Yeah. Just those two together. Yeah, Joker. Luke on the yeah. top. Yep. Yeah. You're in trouble. You are. That'd be a good game. Sabonis playing like an absolute train at the moment. Even I, I don't even like Gobert massively, but you, you can't overlook how good he is defensively. Yeah. Anyway, right. Look, this is about the NBA card. Let's get back to that. So we are we're talking. Just, we're just floating this out to Adam. Adam's listening. He's obviously a conscious listener of this show. I, I I'm no doubt that he is listening. How would he like to credit? How would you like Adam to credit you? What with what? The world with thing. that idea. Oh, a lot of people are talking about that. I'm just I'm just voicing an opinion by lots of people. Would you want a trophy named after you? Um oh that'd be wonderful. Yeah, but it's not really got a <laughs> ring to it, is it? You know. <laughs> could you argue that's the world all star trophy? The world MVP. Jeez, yeah. That's the best the the best arguably the best league in the world. Worlds versus the Americans. Call it the world, M the world MVP, the world champion. People will be fighting for that, I think. Oh, yeah, 100%. Anyway, right, we're going to the NBA Cup. Do it. Right, so let's talk about who's in and who's out before we get on to the quarterfinals. So the Milwaukee Bucks, the Indiana Pacers, the Boston Celtics. And the New York Knicks managed to get through on the Eastern Conference. The last New York Knicks they went through as the wild card. Or as you say in America, the wild card. Um, you got to give a special mention to Cleveland Cavs. The Orlando Magic. Um, the Brooklyn Knicks. They are only didn't go through, um, like, for example, the Nets on 20 points. That's, like, scored or conceived. Yeah. Um, Orlando was 20. Uh, Cavs was 13. So that's why these teams are going for it. Because yeah, they're just it? like, you know, we need, to, we need to get as many points as we can. Um, over to the Western Conference, you I, have... I like the point. Just say, hey, I like the points difference thing. I like the fact that they're making points matter. Because you've seen some really high-scoring games. And you're really yes. seeing people attacking the rim. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, in the NBA, yes. The only thing I don't... <laughs> how many you, times do I say yes? Would you say yes to that? No, the, the one thing I don't like about it... Like, you're talking about a cup competition. So that'd be a no, then. That's fine. So the NBA Cup, yeah, that's good. What Where I don't like it is um is why i hesitated because it popped in my head is in like youth basketball when they have like points matter yes. and then you'd have the top team take on the lowest team and they'll yes. kill them by 150 points and the other team can't get it over the halfway line and they're like yes. all high-fiving and going hey we beat them 152 three and you're like yes congratulations yes yeah you're ruthless. Anyway, over to the Western Conference where the Los Angeles Lakers mm. took the top spot. Sacramento Kings, um, the Pelicans, 
and the Phoenix Suns all going through with the Phoenix Suns getting the wild card. Um, special mention to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, they missed out on the playoffs by 34 points. Yeah. Um, that, that was the, was that the one where they, someone else won, which meant they couldn't qualify. Whereas if they'd have lost, they would have been in contention. I think it was one of those, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I just, it, I don't know. It, it really, it really, it confused me because I know there was something like six games on one night or something like that. And that was the, all of those NBA tournament games. And all of those games suddenly made a mat or six games in a week or something. It made all the difference between who was going in and out, basically. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? The group stage is the World Cup. It, it really reminds me of the World Cup. Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to find the article. I think that's what Adam Silver was referencing because he was saying like... Oh, is it? Yeah, I think he was saying how there's so many other tournaments, including FIBA. You know, FIBA have all the Euro Cup and the knockouts. Uh, shout out to FIBA for doing all that stuff because they have multiple cups and tournaments within a whole league and within all the leagues to en encompass everyone. The NBA doesn't do that. Yeah, well, what's... I don't... And this is what's good about it is because it creates... Silence. Tumbleweed. I'm thinking the right word. It creates urgency because, yeah. like, as an example, just looking here, not seven, the, not teams, Dallas, <laughs> seven teams won 50% of their games. Well, that's that, too late. Done. Game over. Like, when you go to the World Cup, you lose your first game, you're like, crap, we got problems. We got pro You lose your first game, you got problems. And that is the trend I'm seeing here. You lose a game, there's a chance you're not going through. So... Do you know that there was a thing that someone had stipulated? Originally, they thought this whole tournament was going to work and basically be like a... Like I want to say a booby prize, but for all the teams that don't really ever get anywhere. So your Indianas, your New Orleans. If people were playing the Charlotte, bench, maybe. Well, what they were saying. But they're not. No, exactly. But they were saying, oh, maybe this tournament is designed so that the people who aren't going to get anywhere in the, you know, in the main playoffs, they got something to play for. That, well, they're clearly not. No. No. And that's what some people are going, oh, it's just a throwaway. And you but yeah, when you look at it now, you go, no, no everyone's out for it although ironically three of the teams I just mentioned are actually in it well i think and I, what i'm really interested in is in the nba so far there's been some real surprise teams this season especially so i know i always go on about them but like the magic they're a surprise team this year they're quite doing fairly well second okay. in defense and seventh overall power ranking there you go so um you it will be interesting to see if that trend carries on after the NBA Cup. Yeah. They're now out of the NBA Cup. If that carries on, it's like, okay, they're just an up-and-coming team. They're doing well. If that, if they then go against that trend, it would say they were really go, gunning for the, in that NBA Cup, those double-headers. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if what, that, what the trend is for these teams and what happens. Yeah, definitely, because I think how they fall in this tournament as well. Pelicans are the ones who come to mind for me. They're having a strong tournament. But does the tournament reflect their season? And that's, you know, exactly what you're saying. Some of these teams that are out, like the Mavs, for example, they're out. But they're actually having not a bad season. Orlando Magic were actually top of their division. But they're out. That's the, but that's yeah. the thing. You lose one game, you, you're in trouble. You yeah. like again exactly like the you know the football World Cup. You lose a game, you're in trouble. You have to win your first game. What's, um, what's the one where they do aggregate games? Where you do what, what's that one? In what? is it football that they do ones where they have a, a aggregate games where you play one away and one home, and then it's like the Champions League. Is mean? that the one where you have points on aggregate? Well, so you you would be in a cup comp. Sorry, you'd be in a group stage. Yeah, you have home and away in the nba cup you just had one fixture and yeah yeah okay that's what was I was home away it's like i knew the there was some i'm just thinking of old football games i don't know if anyone else is listening you might think of that but you know you'd have a game and you'd see it and you'd say the score would say 2-1 and underneath it would say 4-3 and you think hey and, and it's like oh there's no they played a previous game which goes towards this as well sort of thing 
there is potential for the NBA to expand that. Like, that's what I mean. They could away. do that, couldn't they? And do you know why that's... I mean, I'm only, only commenting based on football, but do you yeah. know why that's so special? Is because, let's say it's your last game in a group stage. Yeah. And um, even in the quarterfinals, they play home and away. They play home and away. Or uh, is it the semis? I can't remember about the semis actually in the Champions League. Definitely the final. It's one game. Uh, no, I think the semis is home and away as well. Um, but the genius with that is, let's just say an English team plays a Spanish team and they lose one nil. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, we've lost one nil. But then it's like, right, we're down one nil on aggregate, and now you're coming back into like a lion's den, like you know something like. Anfield, uh, Fratton Park, yeah, stuff like that. You know those real <laughs> huge, huge, intimidating grounds. And what will happen is those teams will come into it and it'll be like, right, we're one nil down. Quite quickly, it's like one 0 and everyone's like cheering. It's like right, it's actually tied, but everyone's cheering like we've, we're going to do it. You got that home crowd. But does that make sense? What I'm saying? No, it does. They could do something like that with the NBA because of the fact that they've put the value on points difference. Because if you went, let's say, um, Orlando went away to Atlanta. They played Atlanta, two teams that are out of it. But let's say that they were in it. They went and played, and Atlanta won the first game at home. Then they switched it around, and then Orlando were playing at home for the second game, and then Orlando won. So then you've both won a home game. That's fine. What was the points difference? And that's what it would come down to. So yeah. then that would make both those games super fueled, which they are already doing. So it wouldn't take much to do them, but... And I guess the big but <laughs> is the same argument that we've started this whole conversation. Because first thing people are saying, they don't understand the game. They don't understand where the extra games come into the league. Well, they don't. And more importantly, NBA players play, what, 82 games at least in a season. And that's not including the postseason when you've got the playoffs. Mm. How many games do a football players play? Um, what, if they're in all the cups? Um roughly I mean I don't know is it 60 something like that um, I mean it depends how many cup competitions you got but it'll be quite it'll be quite a few but it won't be the same as I but you'll be NBA. getting close to 60 yeah but the NBA I'd say by far high, high 50s I'm, I'm guessing there but that's if you're in the prem you're in the league you're in both competitive cup, cup competitions and you go well, local cup competitions, or FA Cup and whatever the Carlin Cup's called now, plus you go to the Champions League. You know, that's five competitions you're playing in there. Um, Each with a different lot of loading and travel time and stuff like that. I guess the NBA must be one of the most stressed leagues in terms of fatiguing. Yeah, and it was really interesting because someone made a comment that I, I saw and kind of laughed when they were saying talking about the London Lions playing back-to-back -back games they played a game in Europe yeah. and played a game here and I kind of chuckled a little bit and thought well, like the NBA they're That's doing it's, it's average for them yeah. they're doing it all the time like we were in Orlando for two weeks uh, no maybe a little bit more than two weeks like two weeks three days or something like that we saw seven home Orlando games yeah, that was particularly crazy. That was the yeah, but like, but, they, but they also had, I think, two away games in that point as well. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, so when I I hear that, I think, oh, it's just average. If you think that was football, that would have been three games over three weeks. Yeah, and if and then, you know, other than an extra cup stuff, but just importantly, you know, in other leagues there are, I know, in certain like Euro League and stuff, they do have 36 games, but they do have other cups and tournaments, so. Um, I know the Lions the same as Newcastle and Bristol Flyers they're also in and Caledonia they're all in Europe or other European competitions rather so they have extra games on their seasons yeah well Mark look let's get back onto this yes right so the Eastern Conference just going back to this point if you lost one game you could be anywhere between third and seventh place don't forget, it's top four go through. In the Western Conference, it was third to fifth. So as soon as you lose a game in this competition, your chances of progressing have yep. dramatically decreased. Does that mean that the East is stronger than the West? 
Uh, it was more difficult. There were more teams challenging for third and f the wild card spot. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, there were five teams challenging for third and fourth place. Yeah. And it was just three teams challenging for third and fourth in the West. So, what's happened? What has happened? Yeah. Who is in? Oh, just I'm looking at this in a, in a completely different view now. Right. So we got. We have got, um, well, I'll tell you what, let's, now you've said it, let's do, let's do the East first. Actually, before you do that, I want to show you these three pictures. All right. So that is the cup. Oh, let's have a look. Yeah. It's not in the studio, ladies and gentlemen, just for all you know. I'd love to say it oh, was. But if Adam Silver was listening and he wanted to send us one, oh, uh, that would be amazing. Even if, do you know what? Even if you send us a picture of one, the oh, fact that you did that. Do you, it, I like it. Do you know what's, do you know what I don't like about it? Yeah. It says NBA in-season tournament champions. Okay. Oh, right, change the name. Right. So that's the cup. Okay. Then you have an MVP award. That's the finals MVP award. What do you think of that? Again, I don't like the fact that it says in-season team um, most valuable. And it's supposed to look like a ball, but it kind of looks like um, a Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> <laughs> you could actually put chocolate segments in each of those slots. I know where they're going for. It looks okay. It looks alright. It's nowhere near as good as there's the other another one. award for the all all tournament team. So if you're a, is that an actual ball you can play with, or is it like made of glass or something? I think it's a, a what is it? Like a trophy. It's for, it says it's for the all tournament team. I don't know what that means. I think it's just a team award. But the players also get if you're in this final group, you get a medal. <laughs> I get a medal. I like that. I like the medal. I like the medal. I think the medal looks really, really good. They need a name for the cup. In-season tournament could they, champions. Could they call it like the Jordan Cup or something? Ooh, blimey. Oh, you know what they'll do? If if the Lakers win it, they might call it the LeBron Cup. Or the James Cup. So and he's on. the first person to win it. First person to get MVP. Yeah, that would be quite cool. James Cup. I don't think they would give... It's a nice ring to it. He has to retire before they name it after him. Are you going to give LeBron a trophy before you give Michael Jordan the trophy? Um, Jordan never played in the NBA Cup, Mark. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> We're going down a rabbit hole here anyway. <laughs> no, but it's true. Because um, Kobe's got one, hasn't he? What's Kobe's one? Mm, isn't it a, the player award? I'm sure it was a player award. I've got to look it up now. I'm sure I've said that. But. Shouldn't have said it then. Carry on. As right. you were. So in the West, we have got the Lakers taking on the Phoenix Suns. That looks to be a bloody good game. That looks to be a good game. Um, you've got the Sacramento Kings taking on the Pelicans. And then over to the East, you've got the Bucks taking on the Knicks. And the pace is taking on the Celtics. So that is the quarterfinals all set, ready to roll. Now, what are we doing? Are we talking through these games, Mark? Can do. All right. Well, shall I do the first one? Yeah. Right. Let's talk about this. So I'll go Eastern Conference. So we are talking about the Boston Celtics taking on the Indiana, Indiana Pacers. Um, last time they played, the Celtics... What are you trying to show me? Kobe Bryant trophy for the All-Star all game MVP. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Is he like the most decorated All-Star player? Then, uh, is he? I think so, one of them. But that, that, they were just like, yeah, that's that, that goes to him. I like it in the... I like um, the fact, because that's not like a player's player sort of thing as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, and I like the fact in the last dance where Jordan sat there and he's like, hey... If that kid was on my team, I wouldn't be passing him the ball. <laughs> it just, it's just, it, it is, it's a moment of um, purity. It's just an honest basketball like that. That's yeah. Jordan. Forget all the stuff that goes with it. That's just Jordan talking about like a basketball guy. I just, I just love that. I mean, that, the Jordan that meme bit. of him crying as as eulogy yeah. when he's talking, and he's saying that he, he stole my moves. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, um, so let's get into this game then. Yeah, yeah. So um, you got the, uh, uh, what was I talking about? Boston versus Indiana. So, yeah, last time the guys played, um, Celtics won in a, yeah. destroyed the Pacers 155, 100 and 
four. Um, that was in Boston. This game is in Indiana. Now we know that's because Indiana, they qualified higher. Correct. Yep. Now we know Indiana is a hot place to go into. Yeah. Those guys will be rolled down up. Um, and you, you know, you you got two teams. You got one team. The thanks the for clarifying how many teams are on the court. I didn't finish my sentence. You got one team, which is you know the league's number one offense going up against the second defense. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting what happens. You know, they're the sec. They're one of the. Is it that they're the second worst defense as well? So they got one of the best offenses, but one of the worst defenses. I think Indiana have. They're like twenty ninth or twenty seventh or something on the defense on the ranking I saw somewhere. Whereas, like you say, it's, they're almost like polar opposites. <coughs> um, I think overall, my bet would be Celtics. But well, I'm going to disagree. I, I'm going to go for the Pacers because they're home. Because they're home, but you know what? When we were in Orlando last, we saw the Pacers play, and I was so impressed with them. Yeah. That was, even though it was a few years, I was so impressed. It was like when I saw this matchup, it was like I've I've seen these guys. I've physically seen them play, and I was really impressed. Do you know that? And surprised when I saw them. Their coach so, is an NBA championship-winning coach. Yeah. Mr. Rick Carlisle. Formerly of Dallas Mavericks. Oh, well, uh, obviously anyone. Formerly of Indiana Pacers. <laughs> so he was. He's always been in Indiana. Went to Mavs. Won the championship with Mavs, and then just gone back to Indiana. Well, look, Indiana. They're the. Um, I believe they're number one um, for field goal percentage. Yeah. And they rank lowest in turnovers. So. Um, I don't think. I think. They they do give up more points than anyone else, or the second. Um, many points than any other team, something like that. Um, I'm going to go with the old, and and both teams are doing a lot of shooting beyond the arc, so they they match up well. Um, I'm going down to the whole experience arc. I don't think the Pacers have got the depth of experience. If you if you look at how many times like Tatum, Jalen, you see all the players there, they've uh, they've been enough, and especially now when you look at. I think they've got Persingas as a question mark for the Celtics. But even if he doesn't play, the Celtics are devastating. If he does play, it's game over. They, they don't have a chance. It depends on what... I mean, look, you all know I'm a Mavs fan. Persingas... Are you, Mark? In his, yeah, isn't that shocking? Uh, almost wasn't earlier in the episode. Um, <laughs> but Persingas in his first year with the Mavs was outstanding. And then he just played off and then just completely lost his way. Um, I think the same thing happened in New York. So it'd be really interesting to see what happens with the Celtics because at the moment he's having an absolute blinder. But yeah. Well, I'm going to throw another name in there. Mm -hmm. And that's Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Potential NBA Cup MVP at the moment. I think he is ranked number one this week oh, for rankings it? for MVP Damn. Um, I mean <laughs> for assists the, and everything yeah the, no the, question you know I think uh, here we go uh, tournament stats 28.5 points per game 13.5 assists per game just under 50% field goal percentage so look you know he's on fire at the moment however you have got Jason Tatum he is in the top uh, top 10 I think for um, NBA scorers at this moment so it is going to be a good game yeah but you... I think I'm going to go for the Pacers wow see the fact I'm going to that... throw something different out there just from my experience seeing them I'm going to go for the Pacers let's see the fact that the Celtics have Drew Holiday and he defensively is one of the best guards defensively in the NBA and he's got a lot of experience. Obviously, one championship with the Bucks. I, you put those all those pieces together in the Celtics. I think they could win this tournament and be a contender for the league. You think they could do the double? I genuinely, I think they could. Wow. I don't want them to, but I think they genuinely could. I think they got the depth and the talent. They're, they're very, very consistent. Oh, sugar plum fairies, Mark. Yep. This is tonight. Yes. 
This is happening in hours time. So it's actually uh, happening. So what time is it? It's like oh, I've it's already put five hours or you something. You just don't look at our Instagram at all, do you? I put all the times out. Well, everyone in Europe. So it's about four or five hours from now. The game starts. Uh, if you're if you're in America, yeah. But if you are in Europe or like we got to wait till four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, For our listeners, Mark said to me, he goes, we should do a live Listen. NBA Cup Listen. game I thought and talk about it. Idea. And I went, Mark, <laughs> what time does it start? And he went, two o'clock in the morning. It's like, no. I'll let, I'll put N- the times up N-I. for 1.30 in the morning, N-I. Celtics Pacers. N-I. 1.30 Central European time. I stand by my original statement, N-I. You don't want to stay up and watch the Celtics and Pacers? No interest. Watch the Celtics kick the paces around their own court. No interest, N.I. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd love to watch the game. I'm not waiting up till freaking half three in the morning to see the end of it. So that's 1.30. And then the next game follows on at four o'clock. And the next game is... Um, oh, I've got all my notes laid out differently to you. Oh, is that the New York Knicks? No, Pelicans and Kings. Oh, that's on a different piece of paper, Mark. Do you want to do that one? Uh, we can do, yeah. I on this one, I totally want the I totally want the Kings to go through. I think they're gonna light the torch. The blue, bluey purple. I know it's purple, but I always think it looks a bit bluey. They're gonna light that beam. It's gonna be purple that night. Pelicans have gone on a really strong run. There's no question of that. But Kings I, have beaten them two weeks ago as well. Yeah. I mean <laughs> And it was just by and it's by thirty six points. Yeah, it, it wasn't. The thing I would say about that was that if you've got when you're looking at like Brandon Ingram and Zion and they you know you've got all the stats I'm sure they could do really really well but you've got Darren Fox and Malik Monk and Monk is being is really annoying people at the moment he's doing his job obviously Sabonis super talented center they are a bit like I want to say they're a bit like an Orlando where it's not that they're all superstars, but they all just really work together in Sacramento. They just click as a team. Uh, and you, well, you've, you've seen the effects. They've just been constant. Now, some might argue they have, you know, Sabonis is a superstar, Darren Fox, etc. But when you're looking at Brandon Ingram and Zion, they're like two huge names, superstars and wise. So, but they just haven't delivered as well. Um, but I do actually have a little interesting stat on those. Was that the Kings, they won all four. And it was like plus 30, their point differential. So they that was pretty like spectacular. Whereas when you look at the Pelicans, um, you know, they won three, but they lost one. And the one they lost to was Houston Rockets. It's not really that strong a team. And yet their point differential was plus 33. So they had a higher point differential. Damn but they actually lost. So, you know, what it says going into me, they're going to be fighting for it. I know Zion wants to sort of prove some credibility. He's had some issues, etc. Um, coming off of being, you know, the most wanted rookie. Um, the only player in the world to have broken a shoe on the court <laughs> that I am aware of in a game. I've, I've no question that Shaq's probably broken a few shoes that, as well. It, his shoe exploded. Yeah, I, I mean, he's a big boy, isn't he? There's no getting around that. They should give him like a, a trophy and it looks like a shoe. There's, a, there's a picture that's like that. I don't know if it was a recent one or not, because I, I, I don't know about anyone else, but I find social media confusing sometimes with the timelines. You see a picture and go, that's not recent, and then it'll be like from three weeks ago that's just randomly popped up. But it's a picture of Zion, and he's going in, he's got his shoulder down, and his shoulder's down near the, the other guy who's coming and guarding him. His shoulder's bigger than the guy's head. <laughs> yeah, you would. And you go like, he's a monster. But at the same time, that's got a, no wonder he gets like leg problems. He must absolutely batter himself, that unit he's got. Oh, yeah, like the pounds of pressure coming down on his knees. If if Charles Barkley is telling you you've got to lose weight, there's something there's something needs to be said there because Charles is not the, the racing snake, is he? Charles should have listened to his own advice <laughs> he never did, did he? Going back in the day. The, the, I always draw on similarities between those two guys. Oh, massively. Yeah, yeah, massively. Um, Do you know what? Shaq as well. 
there's a there's a great I think it's form with it um, with Kobe in fact where he says what happens when you went to LA and he said I found Krispy Kreme Krispy Kreme <laughs> donuts and he like that was it he said yeah I found that and then that's that's what made me put on the pounds well but you know all these people invariably are going to go up and down in their weights and their athleticism but I know Zion's had some real injury things but he's he's absolutely coming back firing and you'll forget he's a shooter he really's got he some would good dunk stats. on your face and murder you at the same time <laughs> he would like literally like, boom death do you know what what I've noticed about him he, and his shoe exploding would land on your dead corpse that is no it's, it's no secret I don't I love uh, Vince Carter but my the one I, something flagged up the other day about who was the duo that came brought you into the NBA and mine was Sonics with Sean Kemp and and Gary Payne like but Kemp was a vicious Duncan you know look at it that way he's like he was like a Zion absolutely just thundered through yeah so I, I think that game I think the Kings are going to take it but my gut is it's going to be a, the best one to watch out of those two games tonight yeah yeah I think hang on you've been going on about Zion so much why don't you go for the Pelicans no I think they're going to I think both of them are going to put on a good show because I think the Pelicans really want this um, but I just think the Kings have just got a little bit more depth overall. Pelicans are like the the, the more showtime, whereas I, I just think they're going to light that purple torch, put the beam in the sky, and uh, the Kings going to take it away. But it's got that that one for me is going to be the game tonight. I think the Celtics are going to. I'm going to support Indiana. Zion. Really? Because I don't want him to hurt me. I am supporting Zion Williamson. You have my support, sir. I support you, and I hope you win tonight. <laughs> I'm going with the Pelicans, Mark. I was going to say, imagine if we got Zion in the studio. I don't think he'd fit in the studio. He would just... Well, yeah, well, you're... For the listeners, you're sat with your feet up in this chair, like... I'm in the booth. Just sideways. The he would just... That would be his shoulders, wouldn't it? It would just be... He would just sat there. Yeah. And he'd be like, right, what are we going to talk about? We'll talk about whatever you yeah. want to talk about. <laughs> what, whatever right. you want. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. That is the end of this part. But do not worry, because coming soon is the second part of this episode, and it will be available soon.